At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And today we're going to talk about my trip to Houston, Texas to look at a big, massive multifamily deal that we have under contract that we're looking to close here soon. So my wife, Leah, my daughter, Liliana, and I went for a walk this past weekend. We went to one of our really new, quote unquote, favorite um, breakfast places and got this breakfast sandwich on these really cool everything bagels. And we went to a park to eat that breakfast. We lit our daughter, Liliana, out of the stroller so that she could run around and, you know, play with in the park. And, and the girl loves nature. She loves people and she loves dogs. Um, anybody and everybody that was walking by, she was trying to get their attention. She was pulling out all the tricks. Um, any dog that was walking by, she wanted their attention too. She was even barking. So that was, it was really funny to just see that and experience that with her. Um, so a group of guys, um, that I, that I, I work closely with, um, flew down to Houston, Texas to go check out some multifamily properties over the past week. And it was absolutely awesome. The trip was a day trip. We flew out first thing in the morning, 6 a.m. And not everybody flew out of DC, but everybody caught that 6 a.m. flight out. And there was actually one or two people that actually flew in the night before because they were located in a smaller airport and, um, they didn't have that 6 a.m. flight. So, we all caught that 6 a.m. flight out. Um, we got in at like 8, 8.30. And uh, we all, we met up at the airport. I got We got a big suburban rental car and um, we uh, went to breakfast and then went over to the property. And it was a really, really good time. Uh, it was a good time for a number of reasons. Num- reason number one is I, I like to go see the deals that I invest in. Like I really enjoy going down and seeing the property, getting a better understanding of the location, um, getting a better understanding of the tenants. Cause like when you're there, you can, you see the people coming in and out of the, the apartments. You see the cars that are in the neighborhood. You see the cars that are on the property. You see how the people are taking care of the property. It, it, it was, you can't do that on, on a, on a paper and you can't do that on a pro forma. So it's always a good experience, at least to even do it on one deal so that you can then have a frame of reference to then think about other deals based off of. So getting down there on the property, I love doing that. I also, me as a construction business owner, it's taken me time to generate wealth, right? To generate cash flow. That, that I then invest in these multifamily deals. So like, I love assets that are tangible and secure. You know, I love assets that I can visit. I love assets that have real tenants in it, you know? Um, so that's, that's, that's why I, I like going down and seeing these properties. That's why I like investing in these properties because 
they're tangible. Um, sometimes with like the thought process of like investing in a stock, like, yeah, I know they do have underlying assets, but it's not like I can go visit that asset. It's not like I can see all of the things that they have going on because there's a lot of things that are still out there that are confidential, but you know, obviously that are still generating money for them, but it's, it's not as transparent. Um, as the deals like that I can go down and touch and see and visit and talk to the leasing office and, and just be there and be present on site. So I was talking a little bit earlier about the location, right? So like there's, there's Grant Cardone actually said this to me and he's like, you know, they call it the two W's and the two W's, is it closer to Walmart or is it closer to Whole Foods? And this property is definitely closer to Whole Foods. We actually drove by the Whole Foods when we were there we drove by the Starbucks when we were there. I mean, it's a really nice neighborhood. I mean, it's surrounded by two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollar homes, nice homes, really good school district. Actually, some of my my two partners actually went to the school district, and obviously they're my partners, so you know they got they got good schools. Uh, and then just the whole neighborhood is just quiet. You know, like there's 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 nice greenery, there's trees, there's, it's just a newer, obviously it's a newer, it's a newer property too, because um, there was $40 million that was invested into the property because this property was hit by Harvey. So they got a $40 million insurance check and they invested that into the property. So the property from a, a, a newness standpoint looks awesome. All new windows, all new, um, HVAC units, every first floor unit on the entire property has been renovated. And some of the property is actually townhomes, which is like a two level property, right? You, you, you have the living room, dining room, whatever, kitchen on the first floor, and then you have a living space on the second floor. All of those properties were, were, were renovated as well because when that, when that first floor got hit with, with, with the storm from Harvey, um, you, you, you renovated, they renovated both the ground floor and the upper floor for those townhomes. So you're probably thinking like, Oh, if it got hit by Harvey, like, why would you then invest in this deal again? Well, I know that we're going to buy insurance on this property, flood insurance specifically on this property. So that if, if we get hit with another storm, we're going to get a huge payout because those people got, $40 million of a payout for a 530 unit property. And if we do the math on that, right, that's $75,000 a unit. Like they made more money from insurance money than they probably did on the investment. $75,000 a unit they got. And they, was aw- I mean, the renovations are awesome. So like, they started renovating the property three years ago when Harvey hit. It took two years to renovate, you know, 330 prop units, right? And then now, like, the, the third year was the COVID, was last year with COVID. So the property literally was 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 under construction, then was going through the lease up process. Then it hit COVID, which everything kind of slid to the side with that. It, you know, n- nothing really got better or nothing got worse, but it just slid right to the right to the side, and they wanted to get out of this deal. So we're going to be building on all of the hard work that they've done with all of that renovation money, and they made money. We're now going to be able to make money with 
continuing to do the renovations on all the second floor units, which is that value add. And you know, when you can go in there and you can spend 1200 bucks on a unit and can get, um, or $5,000 in a unit and can get a hundred dollar a month increase, you know, that you're getting a 25% return on your money, right? Because that one, that $100 a month, right, turns in multiplied by 12, turns into $1,200 for the year, right? And then that $1,200 for the year divided by your $5,000 initial investment is a 24% return on your money. Like you can't, you can't go places to and get a 24% on your money. Like where are you going to go? Well, we're going to be able to control this deal with that 24% return on our money at this deal. So we're super excited about it. Um, and then we also know that with, with that $100, right? That $100 a month that's going to drop right to the bottom line, right? You do that over 200 units, 100 times multiplied by 200 is $20,000 a month. Multiply that by 12. And even if we take 90% of that, right? That's $216,000. You divide it by, a, we'll even just say a six cap, right? We created $3.6 million in value just by doing a little bit of renovation. So I don't know about you, but I love creating money because I know that once I create that money, I can take care of myself. I can take care of my family. I can take care of my community. And honestly, there's no place that I know how to multiply money like that and create that much of a, a, a multiplication and a leverage factor than with multifamily real estate. And, and honestly, it's a game where, where the banks love the deal. They, they bring 75, 80% of the money to the table every time I buy one of these deals. And then there's the equity portion, which me and my friends always come together and, and say, Hey, we want in on this deal and we buy in on the deal. So if this is something that you're interested in, reach out to me and let's connect and let's see if you're, you're a good fit. You know, and a lot of times it's 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 an awesome way to build that cash flow, build that passive income, right? Because I'm going to share a quote with you at the end that Warren Buffett, a Warren Buffett principle that he shares, and he's he's one of the smartest guys out there. I mean, he's always in the top five and the richest people in the world, always the top five, and he loves cash flow. He loves money working for him instead of him working for money because he understands that key principle, right? So this property is going to be generating us cash flow. The other thing I love about this property is we have the ability to refinance this property in three years, the way we're setting up the debt structure. And that three, you know, that, that, that refinance portion of the deal, right? That's how wealth is created. That's how that's how the ultra ultra wealthy create massive wealth, right? And they use it through debt. Like a lot of us are going out there and seeing how how, how can I go find a job or how can I start a business to um, to generate me this income? Well, the ultra wealthy are like, how can I make an investment, right? And have that investment be able to take on additional debt that I don't have to pay taxes on. And as it takes on that additional debt, I need somebody else to pay it. And in our case, our tenants are paying down this debt. I take on this additional debt and, and then I use that debt to then go buy other deals, go buy other properties. Like 
are you in a situation where you're pulling out a half a million dollars, millions of dollars out of properties, not paying any taxes on it, and then having resources to invest in other deals? If not, you got to get invested in these types of deals. Because I'm, like I said, I'm going to share with you a principle at the end that Warren Buffett lives and dies by, right? He lives and dies by it because he understands he has to get money working for him. And he needs to be in assets that can generate money to take that you can take out through loans. And the reason why you can take money out through loans with with these assets is because they're so stable. If they weren't stable, the bank would never give you money for them. They would never give you money for them. So when I'm looking at these deals, right, I, I have I have my eye on my business, right? I have my, my focus on my business. And I understand that you can only have your real attention on one thing at a time. I mean, we, we might think in our minds that we can multitask and we can do all these different things and, 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 and execute at a high level. But it, it's just, I've never, it's never really worked for me. And it's never actually worked for me. Because I can only focus my attention on one thing at a time. I will focus my attention over long periods of time and work longer hours and sacrifice more to generate more. But at the same time, I can only focus my attention on one thing at a time, right? So when I think about these deals and partnering, right? Like, okay, I could be like, all right, well, these deals generate 15%, but like, you know, if I manage the deal and I do all this stuff, like maybe I can, I can, I can increase that return by 50%. So if, if they're generating 15%, I would increase it by 50%. That's 7.5%, right, that I would get. Oh, but I, like I was telling you before, like when you're, when you, when you're trying to multitask, you're, you're, you can only put your attention on one thing at a time. So you're basically going to be diluting your attention. So if I have a, um, you know, this year we're, we're going to do $20 million in total revenue, uh, cumulative revenue between, between the two businesses, right? Uh, so if I take my eye off of my businesses and start diverting my focus into doing my own real estate deals, right? I'm going to take my $20 million revenue and take half of my focus, and potentially lose $10 million in revenue to increase my investment percentage by 7.5%. Because partnering, I could get 15%. And if I think I can do it on my own and, and increase my return by by 50%, that'd be seven and a half, additional seven and a half percent. So let's think about that in terms of numbers, right? So if I, if I invested a hundred thousand dollars in this deal, right? Seven and a half percent additional would be $7,500, right? Whereas if I took and focused half of my attention and on, on that real estate and took it off my business, something's going to give, and I, I potentially could lose $10 million in revenue for seventy five. $100. Doesn't make any sense. Say I invested a million dollars in this deal, right? Which I like to invest large sums of money in these deals, right? The reason why I like to invest large sums of money is because I do get cash flow, right? And and it's in a stable secure asset that doesn't take my attention because I am partnering. But say I didn't partner with people and I wanted to do it on my own and and I and if I was doing it on my own, I would need to beat the 15% that I'm I'm projected to make with partners, right? So like 
that 50% increase would be seven and a half percent. So I invested a million dollars. That would be $75,000 in, in, in additional returns that I would get. But still I would take 50% hit on my businesses, which would potentially be $10 million in revenue. It doesn't make sense. So that's why I keep my focus on my business. I'd rather grow my business by 20%, 30%, 40%, then try to squeeze out another seven and a half or 50% return on, on my, uh, my investments, right? I'd rather just partner. I'm already getting 15%, right? If I squeeze out another 50% return, it's only seven and a half percent, but it's taken my energy. It's taken my focus. It's taken my attention and it's taken it away from my business. So I'd rather focus my attention on my business, keep growing my business, literally attach my fire hose onto these multifamily deals, pour a bunch of cash into these deals, get my passive income up, right? Because this, there's also crazy tax benefits with this income, right? Because we're getting all this depreciation. So if I get my income up with this stuff and get depreciation that's shielding all that income, there's a lot of benefits with that, right? So that's why I keep my focus on my business. And it was just like, you know, being down there with the guys, it was awesome. You know, it was like seeing the deal, um, you know, it was, it was a little bit of uncertainty, right? Because, you know, we took ourselves out of our daily routines, our daily schedules, and we plopped ourselves down in Houston, Texas. And uncertainty is one of the four basic human needs. Certainty is, is another basic human need. And it, it, fit, it fit that bill as well, because I, we, I built out a schedule. I said, hey, we're going to fly out at six. We're going to get in at 830. We're going to do breakfast at 930. We're going to be over at the property by 1030. We're going to spend two hours at the property and, and leave there by 1230. We're then going to drive over to the Porterwood, which is, is 30 minutes away. We're going to get there at one and we're going to spend an hour there. And, and then after that, we're going to go get um, lunch. We're going to spend two hours at lunch and then we're going to leave to go to the airport at four o'clock to catch our six o'clock flight home. And it was like, that's the certainty. That's another human need, right? And then what are the other human needs? We got, we got, we got love and connection. That's the third human need, right? And, um, you know, when we're there, you know, I can only, like I was telling you before, I, I, I only have one, one, I can only put, put attention on one thing, right? So I can't have all the conversations. We had 10 guys there. There are 10 people there. You know, I can't have all the conversations. So like you start to look, I'm starting to look around and I'm seeing all the people connecting with each other, all the business owners connecting with each other, strategizing with each other, seeing how they can each add value to each other. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is like that connection on another level. These are all high performance people. And now all of a sudden, like we're all in a room together and we're all connecting about high performance things because there's not there's no low performers in this group. Right. It's not like, you know, normally we're surrounded around people that are like, oh, complaining about this, complaining about that or can't pay this bill or can't pay that bill. Like, no, these people are not those type of people. We're all high performance people and we're all connecting and and, and sharing ideas and thoughts and processes with each other. So we're all growing together. So it hit that other bug of of that connection, that loving connection that honestly, like as a, you know, I'm like all big and macho and saying, I don't need loving connection, but that it's a higher level need that like we do need and like was fulfilled because we all connected and got together. Right. And then like after it, I was like, Oh, this was awesome because 
I was spending time with people that I really enjoy that are thinking about things and, and going in, in the in the direction that I want to go in and are thinking about how to invest and thinking about how to protect their family, thinking about how to do more in the community. And, and I don't know, I get excited about that stuff, right? And um, the the fourth human need is significance, right? And like you get significance when we're all looking at this deal and we're like, I, I want to invest this or, you know, I'm, I'm asking them questions, right? And I'm, and I'm put, putting them in front of a camera and, and they're getting significance from that or are they getting significance from seeing that they're investing in deals or, and it's just, it was just like getting significance about what you're investing in and in, in how you're investing in, in, just makes you feel good. It reinforces the decision, which gives you significance, right? So why do I invest in these deals? I invest in these deals because it's great being an option renewer and operating your business. But like Warren Buffett says, if you don't find ways to make money while you sleep, you will work until you die. And honestly, I don't want to do that. I want to find ways to work and make money while I sleep. And I want my money working harder than me. I want my money making friends. I want my money having babies and coming back and hanging out. And and the only way you can do that is by having your money in investment vehicles that are going to generate cash flow, generate appreciation, provide you tax benefits. And that's what multifamily, that's honestly what real estate does. And my specific niche in that is multifamily. With love, keep putting one foot in front of the next and continue to build your legacy. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.